Well, all right, all right. Welcome back to episode five of On the Bench with Beaks. I am your host, Cody Beekman, and I'm joined as always with Keats, my Mander Zanders. Keats, say what's up. Hey, hello, everyone. How's it going? And of course, Ross Giver and Toss Mormeyer. Ross? What up, what up, what up, everyone? Hope you've had a good week so far. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of weeks, boys, how you guys been doing this uh, another quarantine week? Not too bad, man. Um, I got off work yesterday, so this morning, or I guess last night, I got a pretty decent sleep. I slept in, woke up fairly late this morning, so it's it's been great. What about you guys? God, the same same old thing, man, just living that quarantine life. Wake up, go to bed, wake up, go to bed. And then, yeah, I kind of reached into the my closet and found my Xbox 360. I decided to replay Darksiders 2 since, uh, you know, I had nothing to do. And, I mean, you can only watch so much hockey while you're actually playing video games. Well, shit, so. well this, <laughs> the CPU versus CPU gets a little old eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was just great to kind of, because I, I don't even think I ever beat that game. So it's nice to kind of, well... I think I did, overdid it. I almost got 30 hours. I think I logged about 20 this last weekend. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm glad you're mentioning the video games because uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I ended up buying a PS4 last week out of boredom, honestly. Um, and I bought the NHL uh, 2020, obviously, so I've been playing that quite a bit. I'm no good at it, but uh, it's been a good good way to pass some time. Well, you're going to have plenty of time to get better at it. Well, that and he can do what every time I die. Uh, lead singer uh, Keith Buckley, my man, love them boys. Uh, he do, What they did whenever they got rained out of Warp Tour is they put it on computer versus computer and just make bets and drink on it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a bad idea at this point. Well, so boys, we got a lot on the docket today. We got, uh, I mean, this day in hockey history. Uh, we got a couple updates on players coming back from injury in the NHL for if there may be some playoffs. And we got a little treat for you guys uh, this week. We're, we're talking most embarrassing moments on the ice. A so, down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, uh, this day in hockey history, I heard uh, I heard Keats, you've got one uh, about your boy Arthur Serbe. Yeah, man. Uh, so obviously the day is April tenth, um, and I happened I happened to find a pretty cool article. Um, this is going back to nineteen ninety four, April tenth, nineteen ninety four. Arthur Serbe became the first Sharks goalie to win thirty games in a season with a three one. Three to one win over the visiting Vancouver Canucks. Irbe also set a NHL record for the most minutes in a season, breaking the mark of uh, four thousand three hundred and fourteen played by Bernie Pernay. Per- How do you say his last name? Bernie Pernay. Bernie Perron. Perron. I'm not good at that. At those last names. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's a, that's a French Canadian, eh? <laughs> yeah, but that, <laughs> but that was back in uh, the 1973-74 season. So that was a pretty pretty cool piece of history I found. What about you guys? Well, um, well, I saw this, and it is Dutch-related. I know. Boo me. Boo me. <laughs> but uh, it is back in 2003 uh, when Jean-Sebastien Jaguer... Uh, of the Anaheim Ducks, set a record for goaltenders in their playoff debut. The first time they've ever gone to the playoffs. And he made 63 saves. Holy shit. And he held off the defending Stanley Cup Cup champion Red Wings. And until my buddy, my boy, Polly, Polly Correa, scores, you know, in overtime to give the Ducks a 2-1 victory. Joe Louis Arena. Boo. Uh, oh, I know, boo. I wish I could have gone there, but... Yeah, yeah it would have been cool to actually go to Joe Louis Arena. But, yeah, I mean, that's just amazing. 63 saves in one playoff game. Oh, and that's my. a game one. Oh, my God. But it's like, these guys are on fire. They're they're set to do something special yeah, at well, that point. Well, it, and they did. Obviously, winning the cup that year. Oh, no, no, they did it in 2007. Oh, they went to oh, the final. Yeah, that was right. the year that... Uh, uh, 
uh, PK got uh, cold cocked by Scotty. No, oh yeah, knocked out. That's right, 2007. That's right. Well, uh, boys, I, I've got a pretty interesting one. Uh, this one actually happened yesterday on the ninth. In 1964, Bernie Jeffreon actually played his final game for the Montreal Canadiens in a 3-1 to loss to Toronto in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup semifinals. Now, I mean, Jeffreon, he played 883 games with 393 goals and 429 assists, totaling 822 points total. Uh, but, I mean, we all know Boom Boom Jeffreon I've got a little bit of trivia here, boys. Why, why was uh, Bernie Jeffreyon's nickname Boom Boom in the first place? Oh God, is it because like his Robbie Blake kind of hip check? He puts him into the boards. No, or... no. What what what's kind of going on with yeah, that? I, I have what no is... idea. Oh well, this is a uh, he. He claims to be the one who actually invented the slap shot. So he had this booming slap shot, and everybody called him Boom Boom for it. He, he claims to have invented it when he was a kid. So you're saying he had a howitzer, and he named it, and he also named himself after making the Boom Boom. I, I well, to, you know, I don't know if he named himself Boom Boom, but I mean, I gotta say that's pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. Oh yeah. Little Boom Boom Jeffrey on it. And he is known for his, his hard slap shot, man. Like, back, especially back in his day. So, yeah, that's that's your trivia for today, gentlemen. That's pretty cool, man. Um, I don't know if I should like him or hate him for it, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> Did he, was he, was he the one that discovered the knuckle puck, too? Oh, oh God, yeah. Oh, you'd hope not. But I know that being a defenseman, God, just blocking some of them slap shots, that, that hurts. That's smart. Oh, you well, goalies, it, you are a different breed. Yeah, different horse, I, different I color. swear. Man. <laughs> too, many, too many pucks to the face. So, yeah, you might have a bit of a problem with old Boom Boom. But, yeah, so that's, uh, that's your little trivia for today. And uh, so... Another thing we want to talk about here is uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the players in the NHL are actually getting way healthier. We're talking about like big names like Vlad, uh, Vlad Tarasenko, oh, Vlad the Lad, Vlad the Lad. He like um, if you guys if if you remember if you guys were following uh, the uh, at the beginning of the season he he went down pretty early and it was like a shoulder injury or something like that. Uh, wasn't it, it? Yeah, it was something like that. And uh, yeah, uh, so he's actually getting healthy. I mean, Tomas Hurdle, not not that that the Sharks are really going to make it to the playoffs or anything. But I mean, you also got like players like Dougie Hamilton that will probably be back or yeah, possibly be back. And yeah, then you've got the whole Columbus Blue Jackets like side of it. Those I think they've got what oh. I can't name them all. I think they got about eight or ten players hurt. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it seems like it's it's almost like if you if you're gonna be a Columbus Blue Jacket, you've got to at least be hurt for half of the season, or or just come armed with a sling, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, the reason why we bring this up is because I mean, if we do end up having playoffs this year, I mean, you're gonna have all these healthy big names coming back and making it re making these playoffs really interesting. What do you see about this, or uh, Keatsy? Well, I was going to say, even our hometown ho- hometown Avs, I mean, there's a bunch of players that are, that are recovering from their injuries already. What, who do you got? We got Miko, we got Grubauer, was McKinnon part of it? Who else was there? There's a bunch oh, of names. Oh, it was my boy Burakovsky. Uh, you got Calvert, Nazem Kadri. I mean, you've got literally nasty nas. You've literally got almost your uh, o- almost your entire uh, starting lineup, or at least your uh, their second line, second line <laughs> top guys, your top six. Uh, I mean, possibly coming back for uh, for some playoffs action. I mean, I, oh, I almost forgot Jake Gensel. Oh yeah, that's I right. Mean, Gensel might be oh, back. Yeah, yeah. Even too. I, I mean, need him back for my fantasy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we could even finish that, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
Steven Stamkos. So basically, uh, yeah, all the all the all around point here is, I mean, these these playoffs can really actually turn out to be a fucking heater. Oh yeah, it could probably be the best like yoffs as we call it uh, between <laughs> all of my friends. But uh, yeah, it could be the best yoffs that we could see that we have seen in a while because everybody is gonna be on point and healthy. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say that's I'm I'm excited for it. So let's just hope uh, and get past this sh- uh, quarantine shit and get back to freaking hockey. Speaking no. of which, actually, they're actually even talking about hosting, you know, just the uh, NHL playoffs in like uh, in like North Dakota. Actually, what? yeah, what? there's no uh, no no fans or anything. That they're, they're obviously gonna televise it, but yeah, they're thinking. Um, I mean, that was one of the. Uh, ideas that they uh that they're that's been posed is that yeah actually just playing it in you know in a kind of like remote location where podunk middle of nowhere north dakota well yeah <laughs> i mean you, you possibly could i mean you got you got the fighting suit oh excuse me uh the uh the no nah, they're the fighting suit dude yeah I mean, the, my even my buddy who's navajo he's proud to have hockey teams and sports teams named after like their braves yeah and stuff oh like yeah that, and, you know? with, and the, they're fighting they're they're fighting force. They're cavalry, basically. Yeah, you know? and that's what the fighting suit were. And that's For real. that's that's like a that's definitely like a big trend right now too. Is um, not only like obviously NHL, but I've seen like even like the UFC. I don't know if you guys have. I kind of follow UFC. I like I like the fights. And oh, whatnot. With, that, with what Dana White buying did? the island and stuff to be yeah. able to yeah. do fights and stuff. So so everyone's been kind of trying to find essentially like loopholes to be able to, you know, continue with their sports and, you know, finishing seasons and such. So Well, that's also the thing too, Keats, if you think about it. Both Dana White and just even the NHL alone have enough coin to probably put that up. Oh, absolutely. Jeez, the well, NHL could probably buy an island too and freaking oh, build God, a rink yeah. on it. Yeah, you just you know buy uh, buy one of the uh, islands that kind of hang out hang around Newfoundland, you know, right on the uh you know, uh, there's plenty of islands out in Sweden too that you could do. Get it way up in the Great White North. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Come on, Mister well, yeah, well... Mister Batman, get 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 it together. Help us out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The way I actually heard that is uh, the hockey guy on YouTube was uh, was actually talking about it, and uh, I actually saw a a comment on the video him talking about doing it in North Dakota, and. Uh, one guy, uh, one guy had had posted, "Oh fuck it, just do it in none of it, Canada. There's nothing fucking up there, bud." Oh, that's actually <laughs> true. Uh, it's you think that's a joke, but yeah, no, there is none of it up in none of it. Canada. Yeah, there is literally none <laughs> of heard, it. I thought they were tall tales, but they're stories. They're, they're real stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I mean, well, it looks like it looks like we've. They've, they're exploring all the options they can, so uh, I guess we'll see about that. Well, what are they going to do for you and I, Beaks, with us uh, having our season tickets? They're going to give us free airfare back and forth? I mean, holy hell. Well, I mean, <laughs> Wouldn't that be well, fun? I, I mean, I, I'd fucking do it. I'd go to none of it for North Dakota, you know? Uh, but, I, I mean... Well, we got our passports already, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, which is actually really good because they actually stopped. Uh, they stopped handing out, uh, distributing uh, passports for a while. Oh, just, I, I imagine with all the all the bullshit going on right now. Yeah, so that's that's a whole other thing. Man, and here was I trying to get my very first United States passport. Looks like I'm gonna have to wait a little while. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> It's all right. I, I think I got a suitcase that's big enough for you there, Keats. Yeah, there you go. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll snuggle in. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try, just throw some snacks in there, a couple beers. I'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. You'll be nestled in there. You'll be like a little pocket ninja. There a you go. Pocket ninja. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So, hey, uh, yeah. Well, uh, here, here's, another, uh, here's another little thing we... I really want to do it. I've been watching weird NHL lately, you know, like the uh, the videos that the NHL's been uh, the putting up there. stuff, yeah. Yeah, the stuff, you know, like when people have fallen down or doing just like terrible stuff. Or that guy from Stars who missed the uh, empty net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They never well, played a game after that. So oh, I mean, that much right after now. that disastrous <laughs> comeback, I mean. So, yeah, uh, this is a question I've been wanting to ask you boys. Uh, what is your most embarrassing moment on the ice? Oh, anybody man. Anybody got anything? I definitely – there's one that really sticks to me there. Yeah. I, I, I can think of one that's, that's, I guess has been sort of haunting me for most of my life. Haunting. Uh, oh, this is haunting. I'll let you guys go first and see if maybe I can top it. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll crack open this can. Um, my first year ever trying out for hockey first year. Like, I mean, we're talking, like young Cody, young fucking young Beeksy, ten year old Cody. Um, okay, so you know I'm, I'm uh, tryouts with all these kids that are a hundred times better than me, you know, because uh, I, I just switched over from roller to ice. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. What and was so? Sorry to interrupt you, Cody. Which uh, was it for Highland Hills or was it before Highland Hill times? Oh yeah, it was for Highland Hills, the old Highland Hills Jaguars tryouts. The Yogg virus. The <laughs> So, yeah, I'm rolling in. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already nervous as hell. This is like, you know, I don't know anybody. I, I'm just like a slowly little fat kid at the, <laughs> at this point. And uh, so I roll in there. I'm getting all dressed up and all that. And I don't have my socks. I don't have my damn hockey socks. Well, and didn't you make it a point, dude? I think I might have heard this story. That you, you made it a point to your mom and dad to go out and get these hockey socks and well yeah well I, well the thing is i had them for for like a couple of years before i even thought about playing ice are, hockey are these and sniffing I'm, socks like keats or? oh no no that's that's all <laughs> you leave my sniffing socks out of this <laughs> no I, I i i literally made it a point to go out and get these get these socks just for when i uh, i would actually on the inside, I'd be like, "These are the socks that I'm gonna wear." To my socks. Don't have them. Don't have them. <laughs> oh hell no. So I'm sitting. I'm, I'm like pacing around the locker room, like with everybody's already gone out on the ice, and I'm like freaking out. I got all my other stuff on, and my shin shin pads are on, but no socks to cover. I'm like, I'm gonna look like an asshole. So I run out and I try to get, I try to get my mom's attention and stuff. She comes up and she's like, "Why aren't you out on the ice?" Like, well, I don't have my hockey socks. What do I, uh, can you please go buy me some? And she's just like, no, just go out, go out there without him. Who cares? I'm like, I'm going to look like an asshole, mom. I'm going to look like a total asshole. But finally, it's, it's like already 10 minutes into the tryout. I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I, I got to go out there. So I, the <laughs> so I spend this entire two, uh, this two hour tryout. With no socks on, like my bare ass legs hanging out in the wind. Your chicken legs. Yeah. <laughs> my little clothes sticks, and I and, and I I could just feel I I just know everybody's laughing laughing at me like crazy, and so the tryout ends, and uh, it was a two, it was a two parter. So I uh, so I go home and I'm like I'm never going back there again. I'm never going back. Oh, you had to. And of course, my mom, uh, my dad is like, you're going back. You know that. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, they paid hard, cold cash for that. And he's just like, just don't forget your damn socks this time. So <laughs> I made sure I had those motherfuckers in my hand all the way to the ice rink. You're holding them out like the Olympic torch, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then the next time I get back on the ice, uh, we finish up a drill and this one kid, I mean, uh, just out of nowhere, he like turns back to me and he's like, Hey man, did you see that kid on the ice la- uh, last time without any socks? And I'm just like, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And I just look at him and uh, I'm like, that was me. And he just starts fucking cracking up, man. And I, I swear to God, that was probably the most embarrassing. Loser. Right? Like, <laughs> Who are you, bro? Like, get out of here. What have you? Where have you come from? <laughs> so I got to say, that's probably my most embarrassing moment. I, I really think so. I, like, I don't know. You guys, boys, try and top that. Okay. Well, I mean, it was when, and I think it was actually when I was playing with Saiha for the 
what was it, the Westminster Avalanche or something like that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Really. Uh, Westminster like, Avalanche. Woo. Uh, yeah. It, it was one of those It was one of those teams, but I was part of the Chaiha and Saiha kind of organizations, the upper echelon of the roller hockey kind of. Uh, High society of yeah, roller hockey. Wow. Buffon, hairdos, and everything. I'm kidding. But, yeah, no, they started putting – these fake boards and i i told the story wrong but you get what i'm uh when i told you i thought it was at an actual like outdoor like pickup game oh it was one of the uh one of those like sketchy ass yeah they they put the fake board up at skate city dude yeah and i go around and there's my family there there's like possibly girls and friends that i have invited like all this whole entire thing and it was in playoff game too (laughs) <laughs> and I go and I try to get the puck off of that fake board that they put in there. And I go and try to shovel my stick right up against the board, end up sticking it right between that little, like, slot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I pitchforked myself, boys. Oh, uh, wow. I, 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 it was like almost like, uh, you know, the Hardy Boys or something came in. And just like suplexed me back off down onto the ground. Were you were you hanging like a scarecrow on that stick, oh, just like wagging yes. your arms around? Oh, it was. It was like help, help, <laughs> get me down. Man, oh, that's pretty bad. I uh, I've I've experienced. I don't know if it was as bad as yours, Ross, but definitely. Uh, where, where your like stick blade gets stuck between like the boards and yeah you, you, oh, you yes. the stick just goes like straight into your stomach yeah you're just oh like, dude <laughs> it hits the solar plexus and you're like you're just sitting there going <laughs> yep oh, right. i you know where it always seems to happen uh and i and, and this might be every rink or maybe like a coincidence for me but you guys know like it's always like that one corner where the Zamboni doors are. Oh, essentially yeah. the, the, the doors were, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The doors that open up where the Zamboni would come out and clean the ice. I feel like the gap just right between those two boards is maybe like an inch or something wider than any other little gap oh, it's between be any other door that opens. Yeah. And yeah, if you, if you skate the right way and you have your stick down or whatnot, you'll catch that. Oh, yeah. your blade is going to go straight in there and yeah your stick is going to go right into your stomach oh <laughs> yeah I think, uh, that's i mean if that hasn't happened to you then i mean you're not you're not playing hockey well there. and then also you have to get up after getting stuck in the stomach like a stuffed pig and then you got to sit there and just just completely just sit there and just cuss at the thing until it comes out while you're jiggling it like no other you know? I, oh, while, oh, while acting like nobody saw it. <laughs> I have seen kids literally snap their blades off in oh, those yeah. corners oh, before. I, I definitely Where it just like, it just kind of shears off like that front tip of your blade, essentially. Just yeah. like straight, it just stays, you know, in between like where it's well, wedged yeah. in. And it's like, shit, yeah, I gotta buy a new well, stick now. That actually happened to me when I had a new stick. First fucking time on the ice, I got that stuck in there. Broke the blade straight off of it. That's the only time that I've kind of been like, oh, it's a godsend that I did those two-piece sticks. Because I had, like, the fiberglass, like, branches, you know? Oh, yeah. And then I had, like, the tight, uh, Titan, uh, what is it, aluminum grits, ski-handled oh, yeah. ones and shit like oh, that. fancy but you. It was just like, oh. All right. Yeah, Once I was again, I, just pop a new blade in. You're just sitting there on the on the damn bench, just like, oh, heat gun. Check. Yep. Yep. I was. <laughs> I, I was. Yeah. I was literally gonna say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you were the lucky one if you happen to have one of the sticks that you just mentioned, where you can just swap the blades out. And it's like whatever, because those blades weren't that expensive. But if oh, you had no. if you had one of them fancy like carbon fiber sticks that just kind of started coming All out, them composite that you, sticks, right? That you yeah. spent like. $150 on like it's a bad day because oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing you can do that, that, that's a new stick right after and that, that's Especially. and that's before the times like I know now stick companies will give you actually warranties if if like they snap within like the first month or something they'll replace it like yeah, no questions asked but I don't think that was a thing back then no definitely not no I I, I 
I I don't remember ever ever being lucky enough to have a warranty on a stick. And I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, that's that definitely has happened to me before. And uh, yeah, that's two hundred fucking dollars right down the drain. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, Keats, you still haven't told us your uh, embarrassing moment. Man, um, I mean, I'm, I feel like I got you guys top, but you tell me. Um, oh, we'll, we'll bring see. it, bring I'll, it. I'll, I'll bring try, it, I'll try to make the story as short as I can, but I gotta get a gotta give a little bit of a background to to where the story would make sense and it's mainly like i guess to like give myself like a little like hey like it wasn't entirely all my fault but here it goes Uh, (laughs) so when i first started playing i started for a brand new team um in uh vencibles latvia um the uh our, our hockey ring got built in 2000 and that was right around that time and we had practice skating like our team and stuff, but we're still pretty new, and like there were guys that were still kind of figure out, trying to figure out how to skate, and uh, yeah, <laughs> right. And I happened to be one of those guys too. I, I was not the greatest skater in the world when I first started. Still, um, still aren't. You know, nope. Oh, excuse me. That, that's I, I, why. No. That's why I'm staying. <laughs> in, that's why I stay in one spot and don't move. I was smarter. I, I knew that I could. I, I wouldn't be able to figure it out. You know. Stay within the blue paint. <laughs> right, exactly. But anyways, um, yeah. so what ended up happening was like uh, the ring got built and then, uh, we, like I said, we did these little practices, whatnot, and maybe like three three months later it was like, oh, the new season's going to start for like our age kids or whatnot. So it's like we need to start assembling this team together for the city and then and, and figure out what it's going to look like and blah, blah, blah. Who's going to play where and whatnot. Exactly. So I originally started out as I was going to be a center, um, but like I liked it, whatever, but I wasn't like the greatest at it. And honestly, I didn't have the most passion for it. Uh, right. And one one thing that we didn't have was a goalie. So there, there was this like parent kid meeting or whatever, like, hey, we're going to start the season. But like before we get this going, we need a goalie. Uh, and then there were still some kids that also didn't have like full equipment yet. So they're trying to figure that aspect of it as well. Um, anyways, uh, I've always had passion for goalies. I think I got it from my dad because he always like showed me pictures of Arthur Zerbe. He would draw goalies like I just yeah. like, I don't know, goalies was kind of just like, oh, it would be cool to do. So, obviously, uh, I kind of, like, nudged at my dad, and I was like, yeah, pick me, Dad, tell him I'm going to be the goalie. Um, and that's what happened. Uh, you know, there's like, yep, yeah, like, he's willing to be the goalie and, and the guys and, and the coaches and stuff. I'm like, all right, well, cool. So, what happened after that was, obviously, they got me sized and everything. But at that point, you know, like I said, the season was about to start. Uh, and we were like two months out or something like that. And uh, there were, back then, in, in Latvia at least, you couldn't go to like a pro shop like you can here in the United States and just like, let's buy you gear and you go on your way. Everything had yeah. to be specially ordered. Or, so, even you, or even you know the guy and he's just like, hey, you know what, here. Right, right. Saying. Yeah, yeah, You couldn't go to like Craigslist or like uh, what are right. like some of the websites where you can buy like used gear or whatnot. There was none of that back then. Right. Um. So so essentially the coaches, whatever, they size me, figure out about what size they would need for me to get me fitted. And they ordered it somewhere on some sort of website. And I, 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 to this day, I don't know if it came out of Canada or United States, but it was somewhere overseas. And, and and they happen to have like have to rush the gear over, so they I know they have have to pay like extra or whatever to get right. the gear over. So the gear comes like a week or two later, all sp- brand spanking you, literally every mask, chest pads, goalie pads, skates, everything, literally everything, brand spanking you, nice, uh, stiff as a board. I re- I ve- I remember what I remember the most is my goalie glove. The goalie glove was so freaking stiff. I did not have the strength to actually like bend it together to close it. <laughs> so it was always a like a halfway like open mode essentially. 
It was the worst. Oh yeah. It was the worst freaking glove. Um, well, it's not like a baseball glove either, where you can rub that needs foot oil or something like yeah. that, and they're like, "Grandpa, oh no, just spit a big old loogie in that thing or whatever." Right. Rub it on in there. We're loosening yeah. up the leather there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and back then too. Like I had no idea. Like right now, you got you have you know all the nice things such as like YouTube and stuff where you can like go and like watch a video of some like former pro whatever show you how to break in your gear and what's the proper way of doing it. There was none of that back then. Well, so. it seems like you didn't even have enough time to even like start to break it. Break oh, yo, break no, it. definitely not. And and I was too young and too stupid back then to even think of anything like that to begin with. You right. know, it's like well, putting I mean, in like a tennis ball and then like wrapping it with tape or something, you know, like didn't know any of that. I just figured you just put the shit on and and go do the thing, you know, wired for sound, basically. <laughs> right. So what happens? You just get out there and you look like you're like skating through, like skating with like concrete on or what? Well, yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. what happened. Well, so so they fitted me. I, I got in the gear, you know, and it feels awkward as shit. I feel like an oompa loompa, you know, I can't, I can't move, like everything's stiff. And I, I remember vaguely my coach looks at me and he's like, he's like, you, you ready to play? And I was like, uh, ready to play? Like, you know, confused. Kid, I can't even move in these fucking com- things. Confused kid voice. Yeah, like ready to move. And he's like, we, we got our first season game in like two weeks or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't have a choice, do I, you know? It's like, hurry up and get ready now. Right, exactly. Get it done. So, fast so what happens at your first game? Like, so, what's going Right, so fast forward to my very first game um, of the season. So, again, brand new rink. Um, the game's very well advertised in the city that, you know, we are the upcoming hockey team of the city and this and that. So the stands are full. You, you know, it was... Um, it was like a charge-free game, obviously. Like you didn't have to pay for tickets or anything. So everyone and her mom was there because it was just something new. The city's small, so it was just like an exciting thing, you know. Kinda oh yeah, like, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, youth football down in Texas. Exactly. Like think of it like as uh, like one of these like boony towns, you know, like like yeah. college towns or like like college sports or like is it's like everything for them, you know. Yeah, that's where you're gonna be. Right. So here I am. I get on this ice, and our first game happens to be against uh, this team called Liepajas Metalurks. So a little background on these dudes. They were the number one team in Latvia. And another interesting story about these guys was, um, I don't know if it was the same year or the year before, they actually flew, and again, I don't know if it was like Canada or United States, but it was somewhere overseas. They went to play in a tournament, in a Gretzky Cup tournament. Oh, oh yeah, Canada, yeah. Oh, those, uh... It's almost like doing the Canada Cup right there. Yeah, for kids. So these kids, these small town Latvian kids, they flew out and they took the cup home. They took the Gretzky Cup home straight to Latvia with so no... They're total- they're just total hot shots. Yeah. So I, obviously I wasn't there, but the story, the tales are that they didn't even, they didn't even have like, they didn't, basically the kids didn't even break a sweat. It was like the easiest thing to them. They were so well trained uh, where they just annihilated everyone and took this cup home like it was nothing. It was like second nature to them. Man. So this is, you're playing this team first time. First time. Day heard of them but never like you know scrimmage or that no idea absolutely no idea so well here, yeah i mean coming from like three months ago you guys hardly were even playing right so anyways here i am at this game and and uh i guess i'll let you guys um guess uh what do you think that the game score ended at that particular night um, uh, fifteen to five. Oh, can I can I go out there and say my nice even number for everybody? Sixty nine. Yeah. Sixty nine. What? Six to Six, nine or sixty nine? Sixty nine to what? Probably five. <laughs> well, you're you're pretty close, man. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. Uh, 
we lost 62 to 0. Oh, no. I just spat out my beer. <laughs> no way. 62 to 0, man. You're, you're fucking kidding. It was like a goal every, like, five seconds, man. The minute those guys got a puck, it was a goal. Oh, dude, you must oh, have had, like, night Jesus. terrors about, like, the goal horn. Poor Jesus. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I might have saved a couple shots that maybe hit like straight at me, but like there, it was just terrible, man. It was terrible. Oh, buddy. Um, oh, that's pretty bad, man. It was, I, in, if I remember vaguely too, like, and then that the whole story ended up making on like the like the local news and stuff. Like it was just this oh big or, big ordeal. Yeah, it was it was uh, yeah it was just bad. Oh. And I remember like the the opposing the Leipzig Metalworks coach, which I still think he's a jackass till this day. I've noticed well, he's a great coach, would. but he's a jackass. He's just like yeah, you might have a bit of bias against him. <laughs> he's a very um, very straightforward person, and he said some very mean things for a kid that's only like 10 years old <laughs> at the time, you know. Um, oh, man, I'm sorry I'm laughing so hard, but god damn, dude. Uh, but, oh, that, I, think, I think you might have just won this game. Yeah, you so. You win, you win the most embarrassing trophy crown, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> oh. Where's the pride, sir? Wow. Yeah. yeah, so here that's that's my story. Sorry it was a little long, but I think I, I just had to give that little backstory so it kinda made a better idea like where how it all happened and why it happened. Um oh, just, man. To, just to kinda give myself a little like, hey, like it wasn't entirely all my fault. I've been in this gear for like three days, so give me a little break. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's but, I yeah, you won. <laughs> You've won. Uh, all right. Well, how about this? Let's do a little redemption. Let's let's play the redemption song. Oh, I, and, I, and I think Keats might have a good redemption story to follow up with that. Yeah. All right. So, what what are your boys like most like memorable or like you know successful moments on the ice? Well, man, if 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 we're going back to sticking with my story that I just finished, uh, I'd say it was me beating the same exact team oh that that's got that's got to put that has to leave you rubbing that's that's got to feel good yeah absolutely i mean i i guess i'm exaggerating a little bit i guess it wasn't exactly the same team but it was it was um so i guess what ended this was like a year after or something this this horrible game happened so what the, what that what this team happened to do was they ended up expanding. So they made like they had like their main team, but then they had like um like like a B or a C team or something like sorta, that. Sorta, sorta, yeah. Um, which what they happened to do is they happened to like split the players. So you had like some kids that were on that team that played on the second team, and then you had some newcomers as well. But but still, team's name was Lepas Metalworks. Wearing the same colors, same jersey, same logo, everything. Uh, At that point, I, I don't think it would even fucking matter, man. I, that, that's got to be like a big triumph. That's got to be like... I'd be seeing red. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and it, it, ha it didn't happen to be like a season game. This was like an exhibition game or like preseason game or something even, like that. Even so, uh, I mean, that's like retribution is at its finest. But yeah, man, we um, I don't remember the exact score, but it was fairly low. It was like a four to three or three to two, something like that. But man, like, hey man, I remember I remember winning that game and it was winning like the freaking Super Bowl or something, or the Stanley oh, Cup, yeah, I should uh, say. Like Lord Stanley's hardware. The the minute it was like third period, like you know, like the four, three, two, one, dun, the buzzers go off. Gloves are sticks, up in the air, exactly. Man. Gloves in the air, sticks flying everywhere. We're Everybody's hugging each other, borderline crying. Like 
It was. And not even just you guys. It was probably everybody that was up in the stands, too, that were fans of you guys. <laughs> no, absolutely. And yeah, moms and dads are probably like, you know, you know what, honey, tonight we go home and eat fuck. Well, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I think what the most satisfying part of that that whole situation was that they had to then ride, drive their team bus back home to Liapaya in the city they're from and uh, basically, like, announced to everyone that, that – that didn't, you know, go to them to the game to tell them that they oh, lost. So like, that they yeah, lost like to the dudes that they beat. Right. That they beat to the. They got beat from the dudes that they, you know, essentially Just annihilated slotted. a year back. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, that's. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'll give you that. Um, what do you. Uh, uh, that, that's pretty sweet. What about you, Ross? What do you got? Well, I mean kind of thinking on it. I mean, I have a bunch of great stories and stuff just from coaches and stuff just from growing up through the system and everything. But I'd have to say it's almost like that kind of Keats kind of feel um, where we were doing an Ironman tournament and it was, you know, you have 16 teams and you play one game after the other basically until it's like you and mano y mano and yeah no we had this team shellac us two times we met up with them in the actual final like round of the whole entire thing and we just brought hell to them basically oh all right it was just like you had me doing some twisted wristers from on top of the actual circles and shit like that. Like me activating as a defense and like completely just breaking them. And it was just great. It was like one of those feel good moments. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Um, I know mine's short and sweet, but I mean, short and sweet. That ain't bad. Just like you. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, I guess, if I if I had to say, well, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, so I, I've had hockey teams that like I just love being on, and like we played played really well together and stuff like that. My uh, my favorite team, uh, we, uh, you were uh, weren't you on this team when we won the spring fling on the in house tournament at Highland Hills, Keats? No, I think that was the team that you played the year before. That's right. Or that's it might, right. or I'm sorry, it might have been the same team you were on the same year we played. But remember, there were there were two Jaguars teams that year. Um, yeah, um, I came and played a tournament with you guys. Yeah, that's how yeah, we yeah. yeah. It was it was like a um, holiday tournament, and we didn't have enough players because some of the yeah. players ended up leaving for like family related things. Uh, so I we needed a couple couple players, and I, I remember you jumping on. That's how I originally met you. It was yeah. you. It was uh, AJ. Um, oh, I remember AJ. you two uh, the most, and I want to say there was like a third person there too, but um, I, I, I don't remember 100%. No, third yeah. man. It was actually, it was actually that, that season we were playing a uh, tournament up in Wyoming, actually with my uh, regular team, and um, – we we're actually playing the team from Arvada up there that that traveled up there to play too, and uh, I mean it's not like super glorious or anything, but it, I remember it uh, vividly. It was my first uh, penalty shot ever. Oh, yeah, it was my first penalty shot ever, and we were already losing like six to two. So, and it was in the third period, but I got awarded a penalty shot, and I mean, it, I mean. No matter what, if you're a player and you get awarded a penalty shot, it's like I'll take it, that to the bank and cash that you, check. You, 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 <laughs> you feel like freaking Char- Charlie Conway in Mighty Ducks, you know? Do the you triple like, D, yeah, triple D. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm up there and I feel you know all eyes are on me and and uh, I'm like I'm shaking in my boots because I've never done this before and. I go down and I, I, you know, I fake the shot to the left and I, I, I juke the goalie right out of his pads and put, put it in on his right side, and it was, I, I it was like an out of body experience, like uh, something took took over me, 
and just you know it it was all just reflex and it just felt so good and like my whole team like rushed off the bench and like swarmed me and stuff uh, i think that was uh, that's probably one of my most memorable moments for sure i mean yeah we we lost the game six to three and all the guys on the other team were chirping at us while we were celebrating. But still, you it's had like, your moment. Yeah, yeah. And, those guys. and that was that was probably one of one of them uh, easily. That's probably what uh, that's probably one of my most memorable um, moments for sure. That's cool, man. I dig yeah. it. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it's. Uh, it, it's not the most worthy thing ever. I mean, if if we we could probably sit and talk about all these other wonderful times and stuff, but I think I think uh, like one 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 coach called me the Muffin Man because no deliveries today because uh, I always sung the Muffin Man. <laughs> I know. Why? <laughs> you know me. I'm a jackass. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is. I will be as random as I need to be. <laughs> Well, yeah, you deliver the goods. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, uh, in that case, I think uh, I think uh, we got a we got a few shout-outs. Oh and, yeah. Um, well, I I, I really want to say thank you so much to your dad, Keats Giannis Zanders. If you're out there listening, oh, thank you. Huge thanks. Thank you so much. Every single time, every you listen to every single one of our podcasts. And I mean, you even gave us a little shout out on on a little like Jersey video, which we should do some of those. Yeah. Uh, so, if you guys haven't seen these, uh, uh, Giannis and uh, and his buddy are doing like uh, these uh, short two minute videos where they're wearing like a jersey or uh, something uh, something sports related, and they explain why. They have it, so I think we're we're gonna uh, jump on that. And uh, if you guys want to jump on that with us, I would. Uh, I would I, love to. Hear, we would love to hear your stories. Yeah, absolutely. No, that would pre- that would be pretty cool if we do it. And uh, what do you think, Cody? We probably can advertise that on on the on the bench with Beaks Facebook page. Or uh, we yeah, could do like oh, yeah. a weekly or biweekly thing or something like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because we only have so many jerseys, you know. <laughs> well, I was, I was gonna say you probably got a jersey for like. A, jer- a, a jersey for like the next three months if you really wanted to <laughs> probably uh, uh yeah i mean i i hate to I hate to toot my own horn but fucking toot toot yeah we got a buck 40 between us <laughs> easily <laughs> so i mean uh but yeah keep keep an eye out for that and um yeah uh, thank you so much Giannis. we appreciate it so much and uh, another thing, our buddy, uh, our buddy Michael Sullivan, Sully, Sully, he's uh, he's this big, just stout Irishman. Irishman that That's just the only way you can he's uh, he's 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 an usher at the Avs games, and he had recently come down with the coronavirus. Luckily, he did spend the last eleven days in the ICU, but he's back home. In a camper. In a camper, so he can stay away from his wife and stuff. But the the good news is that he's getting healthy. He home. He home. He home. He and home. We just wanna we wanna send our love out to him and uh, how how happy we are that he's home and healthy. And if there's anybody out there that's uh, that's struggling with this, we just want to say uh, you you've We're got there. you've got you got the boys on the bench behind you, so. Uh, just uh, keep keep keep, keep on keep, be like Joe Dirt. Just keep on keeping on. Last garden, dig it. No, definitely, man. And what I think another thing worth mentioning is that Sully is a big Dog Nation guy, or been a huge oh, supporter dude. of the Dog Nation. And that's probably that's probably another another uh, shout out we should probably give us to the Dog Nation. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, they've started. Uh, they've started. They've put the, our podcast on the bench with Beaks. On their website, dognationhockeyfoundation.org. That's D-A-W-G. D-A-W-G, not D-O-G. The real dog, Dog Nation uh, Hockey Foundation. They, I mean, 
they uh they do so many incredible things in in the, the hockey the Colorado hockey community. Not even that. They do that. They uh what was it with the humble Broncos and stuff like that? Which, Marty Marty went out there and did that. Yeah, which that that was that uh two year anniversary was just last week. Yep. So um rest in peace to all to all, all our fa- boys. Fa- fallen hockey brethren and for all the survivors out there uh, a Sticks lot of them out. actually uh, a lot of them actually came down to Colorado to hang out with the dog father Marty Richardson and <laughs> and the dog dog nation um, crew and uh, and they've been making some incredible strides so we just like we said we just want to keep everybody uh, uh, like keep their spirits up keep, uh, keep fighting and um thank you guys so much for listening yeah and speaking to keep fighting like we couldn't do this without you guys no like seriously absolutely man yeah the you the fans like i'm not even talking about keetsy and beeksy and i it's you guys the fans give us the input just the hockey fans the hockey fans even too like be there give us the input you like what we do is that, or you can help improve it. Yeah, well, you you guys are the reason why we like to chat shit. No, <laughs> absolutely, man, and it's, um, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure Ross and Cody feels the same way, but it's it's a lot of fun to then, you know, after we release these episodes is to go check on our site and see how many people have listened um, oh, and, 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 and all the different all the different countries on top of that, you know, we got United States and we've, we've seen some Canada's and Sweden's and Ireland. Like we've seen Ireland. Ireland just Ireland. popped up. Yeah. Ireland. That's awesome. So that was, that was a new one. That, yeah. That was a new one that popped up. So it's, it's super cool to see and it, it makes us motivated and, and excited about it. So, uh, the more we see Thank things you. like that, the more, yeah, we, we, we want to just keep, you know, begging these episodes out and, and and the better we get, who knows? Uh, you, we might be, you know, dropping a couple of them a week and down the road. Uh, so we might be coming to your town. Watch out! Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, but we we definitely have a lot of cool ideas that we, we we've all been talking about that maybe we're not gonna release it quite yet. But but we have yeah, interviews well, coming up yeah. that we want to do, so it it should be pretty cool. And yeah, and the biggest problem right now is the shutdown. And you know, once once we all get past that, uh, we're gonna have more comprehensive videos, like uh, not videos. Come on, Beekman. Uh, I mean, uh, more com- comprehensive podcasts. We got a lot of people who are interested in on coming on and talking. So that's gonna be exciting. And uh, um, so yeah, stay tuned and keep listening. Yeah. What do you guys think? Are we wrapped up for today? I- I think we are. All right. Uh, so that's a wrap from the boys on the bench. Have a good night and we'll see. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening guys. And we'll see you next time. Hey, and also remember, stay safe, wash your hands and yourself. We know, we know who y'all I'm kidding, but no, seriously, <laughs> be safe out there. And keep it vigilant. We love you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye.